Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Program. The Program audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the program at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for the Program Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode. And welcome to episode 29 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, and with me for another exciting and admittedly really wet by this point adventure, James Ross, Bryn Monroe, Lydia Nicholas, Ben Meredith. And what character are you playing? Uh, Sir Bertrand McGuffingham, the finest legal mind of his generation. <laughs> Hamid Salah Haroon Al Tahan, single female lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha Rackett, dagger enthusiast. In the face of all challenges, legal, <laughs> linguistic, diplomatic, problem solving, puzzles, just solving, solving riddles. Uh, 
dagger, dagger enthusiasts. <laughs> Zolf Smith, romance enthusiasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so where we left off, Zolf was having to see out some of his time in jail, awaiting a court martial in now six days. And yep. he started a book club. <laughs> <laughs> the jail is just happy for some company. Yeah. Uh, Hamid had requested some legal books, and yep. Sasha had effectively helped out early in the archive and then been doing some daggering, and Bertie had some downtime mm. with Brutor. It's important to have some me time. And now Brutor really does think he's people. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll pick up where we left off the morning after, starting with Hamid, Bertie, and Sasha waking up in, by far to this date, the nicest accommodation you've had yet. It's really exciting. I've been in so many role-playing campaigns. I've never played a rich character before. It's nice, it's nice just being like, yes, I get the best hotel room available. <laughs> we'll see you at breakfast. Oh, if anything, those sheets were too silken. I almost slipped straight off, but I didn't. Well done, me. I'm going to reward myself with a massive breakfast. <laughs> so is Brutal. Yeah, boy. At this point, uh, Bertie holds up a kipper and dangles it over Brutal's head. Brutal looks disdainfully at the kipper and proceeds to climb up onto a chair at the table and await a serving. <laughs> well done, Brutal. <laughs> Bertie puts out the kipper and then presents a knife and fork to Brutal. Brutal proceeds to pick up the fork and just kind of... Mm. His face at the kipper gives up and admittedly eats from the plate, but in a really dignified way. Good. Sasha's hair is all poofy. She's used things that were shampoo. <laughs> like, like all sorts of, like the sort of thing that turns your hair into feathers. You know, like everything is like maybe she's born with it, maybe it's extremely expensive chemical products. <laughs> uh, from how you've described it, you are, you are sort of describing Sasha as looking a little bit like. Um, David Bowie in Labyrinth at this point. She looks shocked by her own head a lot of the time. I think the, the crotch bulge is actually just another dagger, though. <laughs> <laughs> a spherical dagger. It still draws the eye. <laughs> good food. Do you think Dolph's getting good food in the prison where well, we left him? I mean, I think that the, the jailer man seemed really nice, actually, and so I think he'll. It won't be this good, obviously, but I think actually he'll get some something decent. We'll cut to the jail. The jailer at this point has set up a little sort of almost TV dinner up against the bars and set got you to push your table against the bars if you <laughs> wish and is sharing a full cooked breakfast with you and is effectively just discussing romance novels. Honestly, I mean, did you see it coming? I didn't. Honestly, Jer- Jeremiah is the wrong woman. She is the wrong woman, but it just it's just so readable. I, I, I know. I, honestly, just at the start with, with Richard's, uh, you, you know, the, the, way, the, the way that he's initially presented to you, you know, the, the, the meeting in the arcade, uh, just, he comes off so badly, but, you know, throughout books two and three, you really get to know him. You see inside his soul, like, he's a really genuine... It's incredible. I've got to say, like, thank you for putting me onto these. Like, these are. Oh, it's all right, honestly. I mean, if you ever get out, you come find me, and I reckon that we ought to go see him because he's a great author. I think you'd really, really enjoy meeting him. Yeah. But what? I mean, you've got that problem when you're meeting your heroes. They don't really live up to. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, that's a really good point. (laughs) Maybe it's best leaving it as a mystery. Maybe, but if, if if I do ever come across him, I you know I we seem to have a knack for meeting famous people. So if we ever do come across him, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll get to sign something for you. Oh, thanks. Can you do it to like my bestest pal or something? Oh, oh is that a bit much? A bit much? It might be a bit much. A bit much. So we'll um, <laughs> we'll go ahead and say that Hamid makes it to the post office. Yep. 
and picks up a whole load of legal documentation. Time for legal montage. Legal montage. Legal montage. Yeah. Legal montage. Everyone in for a legal montage? Legal montage. Woo. Single female life. <laughs> <laughs> We'll say that you closet yourself up, what, in a library, the hotel rooms, where would you like the to hotel go? Room. Shut the hotel rooms, and... Legal montage! Legal montage! Copyright free music! So, can I get... Reading, writing, reading more, debating at a blackboard. Where did the blackboard come from? Can I get... Brutal's there going... <laughs> Just slam cart too, Brutor in a tiny judge's wig yes! in, in, a, in a mock cardboard made courtroom <laughs> where <laughs> running from <laughs> rehearsal. <laughs> um, Sasha, Sasha's playing Zolf, uh, she's got her hair trying to put it down as a beard. Just continue like pulling it, pushing yeah. it down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I'm playing, uh, Bertie's playing Hamid and Hamid's playing Percy. <laughs> Wait, so you've got Hamid in Bertie's armour, just like his head yeah. poking out from the breastplate sitting on the floor. And, and Bertie's just pretending to cast Prejudice dissertation, but he's, he's only wearing his pants because he's given his armour. <laughs> you know it's what? Working. You know what? I'm going to say, canonical, but moving on. Okay, <laughs> um, Can I get from each of you to represent the different aspects of it, mm-hmm. a flat intelligence check for the sake of how to build the argument, a linguistics check to cover the assembling of that into a basically a coherent legal narrative, as it mm-hmm. were, and a diplomacy check for how do we present effectively it. write this and present this as something that will be legally acceptable. Okay. I need Can three we do roles. this cooperatively? Can people help each other? I want three separate roles. So, why don't, you guys, why don't you guys should do the int check? Um, I suspect that the thing that I am least incapable of that is the linguistics, which is, I've got one of those three, four. No, that's one. I've also got three. I've got three. Cool. Well, I may as well do that if yeah. I have to do one of the things. Um, and then if... Uh, my diplomacy is, yeah, yeah. That's like my best skill of all. Cool. So, who's doing linguistics? Me. Percy is. Who's doing intelligence? Me. And who's doing diplomacy? I'll be doing the diplomacy. Can I start with the intelligence first? Determined that Sasha, <laughs> for the benefit of the tape, that is kept falling off the table and going into weird places on the twos and fives, and now we've finally got one and it's a seven. It's like the dice it's knows the Sasha is not a legal mind. So is that a total of ten? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a total of ten. We'll say that most of your arguments tend to boil down to now Zolf could have gotten away with it if he had done this, <laughs> as opposed to, you know, defending him as it stands. Pointing out problems with my plan. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Can I get the linguistics, linguistics. next? So Bertie rolls the linguistics and gets eight plus three is eleven. Mm-hmm. We are not that And can I get the diplomacy lawyer. check? I'm going to switch dice. <laughs> I feel the need for some extra luck. <laughs> oh, that works! No! no! Natural 20. I stand corrected. Uh, <laughs> I Plus my modifier of 10. That oh. is a 30. <laughs> oh that, is, that is basically retroactively rewriting the law. <laughs> Admiralty. <laughs> Why bother? I'm going to use the Chewbacca defense. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chewbacca defense. It's South Park reference, isn't it? Yeah. Basically, the Chewbacca defense for the same I'm so thing. confident that my client will be acquitted that I can talk about Chewbacca. <laughs> it's just like, my client is so innocent, I'm going to spend the rest of my defense talking about Chewbacca. He's from Endor. This is how confident I am. That's the whole defense. It's just that. What we'll do is we'll say that I'm not gonna use the whilst being defense. slightly florid, nonetheless, <laughs> your diplomacy aspect of it is effectively starting to say, but let's examine the broader picture here and starts critiquing actual legal framework yes. and arguing that if the legal framework is broken, 
working within it is itself wrong. I'm also going to build up Zolf's recent services to the crown sure. as accounting in his favour because he has in fact served his country in, in other and even more crucial ways sure. recently. Well, we've managed to build something at least. So we'll say that all of this took place over the course of a couple of days. Um, the research and the building and the figuring it out and so on. Over those couple of days, again, you've ended up being sat in a cell, but... Voraciously devouring Harrison Campbell novels. Yeah, you're, you're becoming quite the aficionado. And I'd say that at this point, your, your discussions are starting to head more into, you know, really, really in-depth readings of each of them. Probably inappropriately deep, let's be honest. But nonetheless, very, very good. They, they are vapid. They are vapid. But nonetheless, a couple of days have passed. You've assembled your legal arguments. And we'll say for the sake of argument that you are visiting Zolf to coordinate with him and sort of get the last touches together before someone's due within the next couple of days. They never went more specific than that. So we, I'm presuming, then read the conflicting survivors' accounts. Yeah, sure. So the conflicting survivors' accounts. So the account from Jonah effectively is discussing a freak squall, hit the hit a rock, and was then sunk as a result of that. That appears to be the sort of party line that was taken. That seems to be what the official documentation is. We believe that this is probably what happened. Tayula gives an account of a large storm and then claims that as navigation officer, there were no rocky outcroppings or anything for them to crash upon and is adamant that they came under some kind of fire at some point but it was masked by the storm. Captain Samael abjectly refused to give any kind of statement whatsoever. They offered him a, a, an out, which was retirement, and he took it rather than actually give an account of what happened. Ooh, very suspicious. So what, what's your memory of what, what happens, Uh Well, I mean, it's... Problem was, I was below decks at the time that it happened. There was a, a storm blowing up that we hadn't predicted. Uh, obviously, Norway could be quite ferocious, being tossed about. Things were going badly uh, for, from the off, um, so we were just running around trying to stop the ship from coming apart. Then, all of a sudden, just an almighty crash, and suddenly water was flowing in, and, and just everything just broke down at that point. Yeah. You know, uh, How did you make it out? <laughs> I just just legged it kind of did, did you have both your legs at that point yeah that was right. that was later um i only lost this about three years ago so if anything he right. legged it rather than legged it yeah i'm helping yes so back to the time that i almost drowned yeah so, so how did you get out but no one else well almost no one else did i've got you just bear at swimming i've got no idea um, That's great. You're an excellent I, swimmer. Uh, no, well, I, 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 I made it out. Um, at, at that point, it was it was everyone for themselves. Um, as I said, it was broken down. Uh, the lifeboats were gone. I don't know if, if the captain had taken it. We like, didn't have time to abandon ship formally. I mean, it must have just been everyone thrown into the ocean. I imagine it, it was pretty much that. A lot of people got dragged down with the uh, with the wreck, um, and and I, I, I lost consciousness. And, and the next thing I know, I'd woken up on some driftwood and um, another ship was there to, to pick me up. So. Yes. There is a small commotion 
from outside of your your again in the interrogation slash mm-hmm. just the, the closed discussion room there is a small commotion from outside that room you hear the the distinct sound of the jailer are you sure i mean honestly i don't really know what's happening and there's just a deep sultry voice you can't make out the words that it is saying it's it's not traveling through the way the higher pitched of the jailer is but clearly there's something happening outside i open the door sure and see what's going on you open the door to reveal the jailer looking worried, hat in hand, ringing it, very genuinely distressed, facing in full sort of religious paraphernalia a very, very large, very, very tall priest of Poseidon. Trident in hand, big, long beard, which is plaited and elaborate. It's an ostentation that you haven't seen Zolf display at any point. Uh, Are they human? Yes, very tall with it. And they are mid-conversation with him. Do you know who this man is? Do you understand the nature of this situation? You do not have the right, you do not have the ability to restrain my man, and you will not do so. You will let my man go at this moment, and he will accompany, lest this situation escalate. Do I understand? He, He turns to see you. Can I help you, sir? Um, what would be the correct form of address for a priest of this rank? Do you have any knowledge religion? I really, really don't. <laughs> I have no idea, do I? I'm going to let you pick between sir and ma'am. Actually, if I see you, do you kind of hesitate before you say the thing, or do you just go straight into it? I probably do hesitate since I don't know the correct... Cool. I, you can, yeah, you In can which case, me. I will whisper the appropriate... All of the orders are based upon basically rankings on a ship. You have uh, captain, navigator, and so on. Unless you get up from your chair, poke your head out and so on to see who it is, you would just have to pick something high-ranking. Sir would be appropriate. It wouldn't be hugely inappropriate. But titles are very much effectively ranks on a ship. Yeah, yeah sure. Okay. Um, just go with Sir. Uh, I'm terribly sorry, Sir, but I, it's really not this man's, under this man's authority to, to release... Um, Mr. Smith from, from imprisonment, but we're, we're, we're his legal team and we're, we're conferencing with him. If you'd like to speak to him, um, we can do that. And perhaps this can be resolved with someone who actually has the authority to uh, fix the situation. Rather Very than well. This poor man who's just doing his job. I'm sure you understand, sir. Very well. He strides forth and steps into the room. What rank is he? Navigator, which is wildly high. Wildly high. He'll normally be in charge of a local chapter. And when you're heading into captain, there are multiple captains at the, at the religious level, but they're more like, they're dictating policy. Yeah, yeah, so he's sure. as high as he can get, short of being in a very high council. So he's like a bishop? At the very least. Okay. Um, I'd say a high-ranking bishop. Okay. That's a good way of putting it. I will spring out of my chair, go down on one knee, mm-hmm. bow my head and say, oh, it's, it's an honour uh, to... Uh, sorry, what? Um, Let's not stand on ceremony. He gestures for you to stand up. Get up. This is an unacceptable situation. It is a besmirchment of your order, and I cannot believe that it has been allowed to happen. Um, unfortunately, the, uh, they have a valid reason. This, and, and this was, a, this was a, uh, something that occurred before I joined the order. No, I will not accept this. I am going to overrule this. You will be accompanying me to the local chapter house. If they want to cause a fight over it, we'll see what uh, they can do. Because, frankly, this is unacceptable. I, I'm terribly sorry, sir, but given the tensions already in this town between the uh, municipal authorities and your 
your own order. Perhaps it would be best not to inflame things further. We really do think we are will be able to take care of the situation within a day or two at most. We Can believe we've already. I roll some diplomacy. I roll a 12, 22. Okay, yeah. I, I do think we'll be able to resolve this situation within a day or two at most. We're very confident in the in the uh, defence we've prepared, and I, I really don't think that th- this will lead to any consequences or any poor reflection on your, your order whatsoever, sir. I mean no offence to anyone in this room. Who are you people? I am given to understand Zolf Smith and the nature of his relationship to me. I do not understand your relationship to him. Uh, He's our boss. I allow Zolf to introduce us. Uh, uh, well, as, as, as Sasha said, yeah, I earn um, employment. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm their boss. Bertie interrupts. I am Sir Bertrand McGuffingham of Old Botham. Pleased to meet you. And offers a hand for a handshake. Doesn't necessarily receive the hand for the handshake. Seizes the hand and shakes it heartily anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Again, there's a bit of a clinking and clanking because he is wearing regalia. He then turns to Solf and goes, So I'm given to understand that not only have you found yourself with responsibilities to the meritocracy, but also an independent venture in addition to your position as a cult member. Uh, uh, uh yes, Navigator, that is correct. Well, I feel at least partially at ease by the nature of your... Your halfling friends. Oh, so sorry. Yeah, it's ha- Hamid. Hamid. Ha- Hamid Sal- Salaharun Al Tahan. And I emphasize the Al Tahan just a yeah, little he... more than I normally might. <laughs> he twigs it. When can this be resolved by? Uh, two days at the most, we, we believe, yes. Uh, five days, I believe the hearing is in. We weren't given an exact date. Um, but it was a week from two it, days ago. Ish. Right. He takes a moment, considers the situation, turns to Zolf. If I do not have you in my chapter house, whether legitimately or otherwise, by the end of five days, I will take this matter into my own hands. And whilst you may not end up under meritocratic authority, you will wish that you had been. Do you understand me? Uh, uh, yeah, yes, navigator. He strides out. Th- thank you, sir. I sort of call after him. To he, gives, he gives a minor sort of off-cuff wave of the hand, strides past the jailer. I hope for your sake that this goes well, and then just leaves. Oh, uh, was he helping? I genuinely couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, th- I, think, I, th- I think he was her- helping in a rather uh, Bertie-like fashion, perhaps. Ah, well, <laughs> what, you mean effectively and with complete confidence of everyone around him? Yes. Good, that's that settled then. Almost exactly yes. like that. <laughs> that yeah, I, I, I rush to the kitchen of the jail, pour a little dram of brandy and go back and give it to the jailer. Oh, sure. He's, he sat down. Oh, this is bad. This is very bad. This uh, is extremely bad. It's going to be okay, don't worry. What in fact, I'd like? say that he leaves the front and goes joins all of you in that room, right. leaving no one at the front. <laughs> and just sits with the door open with you guys and sort of nursing that tiny little dram. Why is it bad? It, like, it sounded like he had Zolf's back. I, I think, like, what? Well, yes. Why is he that kind of boss? You know, the sort of boss he is worse oh. than the other people. Oh. That, well, I, just, I, I think we really can't afford any more disagreements between the cult of Poseidon and the, uh, the, uh, I, the rest of this town. It's, it's, oh, a, there's, there's, it's, it's a people thing. It's, yes. it's, it's, a bit of a, it's a bit of a powder keg and... and 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 they'll likely get all of us out to make sure everyone's staying calm. Um, that I wouldn't. We don't, like we don't want another riot. No, we don't. Oh. I might as well went perfectly fine. <laughs> I have no idea why uh, a navigator is taking interest in this. this is, uh, that's um, I don't know him. Uh, 
personally, but he, yeah, as you said, Bertie-esque. Well, there are some advantages, of course, to having a member of nobility in your party. Perhaps he has taken notice of the newly elevated company you're keeping and deemed you worthy of his personal attention. So that would seem like the most logical answer to me. He didn't know who you were. Well, then <laughs> maybe uh, he was drunk or tired or <laughs> sad or <laughs> hungry hungry or cross or hungover yeah. or or sleepy. Or sleepy. He could have been sleepy. Maybe maybe he was in, in an attempt to wink at me. Maybe something just went minor aneurysm perhaps. Maybe that <laughs> that is why he didn't immediately recognise me. But I I felt a certain bond with him immediately. I felt that, you know, should we meet socially, we'd really have got on, you know? Uh Yeah. Oh yes, no, uh right. Okay. Sorry, just a bit rattled by that. Um uh Wait, wait, Doc, do you need us to bust you out? No, oh, wait, no, no, no I don't. I don't <laughs> say that because the jailer's there. I say it quietly. <laughs> <laughs> do you need us to bust you out? Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that, that will actually make me worse. All right. Um, Just keep me in the loop on that. Yeah, oh, no, no, sure, I will do. <laughs> Thanks for the offer, I guess. Uh, I, think, I think this is getting a bit out of hand. If you'll excuse me, I'm going to, I'm going to see what I can do. He stands up and heads to the office. The, the, the best thing to happen would, would be for just for the court martial to take place as soon as possible. Yes, I think I, I think that would be a very good idea Don't as well. Don't think we need to do anything out, out of procedure, but if we could just perhaps accelerate things a touch, yeah. it might be for the yes. best. It, it seems that there are two potential causes of action here that might ameliorate the situation. First, we take whatever steps are possible to expedite the legal proceedings. Secondly, we might consider something that might diffuse tensions somewhat between the cult of Poseidon and the people of the town. I'm so tempted to smash cut to a massive party. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 80s music in all the boomboxes. 1880s. 1880s. It sounds basically like rumpus. (laughs) (laughs) Right, we'll say that um, the jailer steps out to source a few things, and as you consider your situation, we'll take a break, and we'll come back in a few minutes. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Test, test. Elias, hopefully if you hear this, it means I've found a way to record those difficult statements I was telling you about. While I hate to speak ill of the dead... The previous archivist left this place in such a dreadful mess, and even an organization with such an unusual focus as the Magnus Institute needs a well-organized archive. As you know, I've been going through trying to digitize and record audio versions, but I've been having trouble with a few of the more bizarre statements. There have been sufficient distortions as to make them utterly unintelligible, Thankfully, though, I managed to unearth this old tape recorder from storage, and these cassettes, archaic as they may be, are still better than nothing. So with that in mind, I thought I'd take it for a spin, as it were. I've taken the shortest of the problem statements, and I'm trying it here. Frankly, I wouldn't normally bother with something so fragmented, but it should be fine as a test. Statement of Jacob, no second name given, regarding... God knows what. Original statement given July 15th, 2011. Statement begins. 
it'll get you too. You can stare all you want, make your notes and your inquiries, but all you're beholding will come to nothing. When the time arrives and all is darkness and butchery, you'll wish you had stopped listening and run. Statement ends. Yes, well, you see why I wouldn't have otherwise recorded it. Not exactly something for posterity, but nonetheless, let me know if you are able to hear that correctly, Elias. If so, I think we can begin transcribing the rest of the statement. The Magnus Archives, a new weekly horror podcast by Rusty Quill, coming soon. And welcome back. So, we'll say that you spent the rest of the afternoon basically in the jail going over your legal argument Pushing a bit more. up, letting Zolf know the plan. Yep. As evening rocks up, not late evening, we'll say about 5pm, uh, Commander Barnes turns up. The jailer has a brief word with him and then shows Commander Barnes in. He steps in and he has a full sort of, um, you know, oiled greatcoat kind of things for the weather. Pulls it off, drips it, drapes it down. Right. Well, you're in luck. They've managed to make good time. You ready? Yep. Hopefully we can get this all done as soon as possible. Yep. Just don't go over the top with it, yeah? Yep. Just keep it simple. Right. I make no promises. (laughs) (laughs) He swings the oil coat over and then leads you back out. We'll say that you head towards the academy. It's rapidly apparent that we're powering towards genuine flooding. Um, he's, he's taking side roads, the police have shut down certain roads um, because they're just awash. Certain properties towards the edges of the sea and the cliffs have, have been emptied and things like that. There's water, like rivulets running down the street and so on, and Barnes seems genuinely concerned by the whole thing. It's less a case of, you don't see anyone outside causing trouble, let's put it that way. They lead you through and lead you to the academy and the uh, steps in. You're all absolutely sopping. It's effectively raining horizontally I slip my magical sleeves over the end of my wrists and suddenly I'm wearing a completely dry, perfectly coiffed set of lawyer's robes, (laughs) (laughs) including wig. (laughs) So... Sasha is looking away when you do that and then you do that and then she looks at, and that's the closest she's ever been to a legal representative <laughs> does not make her happy <laughs> you may hear a squeal I'm so, I'm so tempted just to whisper magic <laughs> but I re- refrain so you're not immune to fear effects are you Sasha no totally not totally not no so you're led through and again, um, there are a couple of token naval police with you, but they're really not doing anything. Sure. Uh, you march through. The jailer basically gave your possessions to the other men- members of the party because uh, Barnes was with them, so all your stuff's with you. They lead you to a last set of double doors, and before you go in, Barnes just takes a moment and goes, again, this is straightforward stuff. I wish you the best of luck. Right. Opens the doors. Don't you have a spell which can give people bonuses to diplomacy? We've been enhanced diplomacy, which I prepared. <laughs> <laughs> just, it. It just mentioning it off yeah. the cuff. I will like. allow this retroactive casting. <laughs> um, well, it's, it's a standard action, um, and it's ranged touch, so I just have to tap him on the shoulder. It does only last a minute, though, so you have to get into it Talk quite quickly. <laughs> you could, uh, can we arrange the courtroom in such a way that you're spending most of the... Uh, just, in, in the case, just literally like sticking his finger in his ear. 
just going to rest here. Oh, yeah. I'll just oh, lean on my friend. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Unlike, unlike me, he can only cast the spell as many times as he's prepared it, which I assume is once. It's at level zero, so I can do it infinitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you enter the room. So just walk in hand in hand. <laughs> yeah, just skip in. <laughs> don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> um, in the Navy. Oh, so you enter the large room, and it's clearly used for formal situations. However, it's dwarfed by the level of the proceedings that are actually happening. There is a simple table set up, backed up against a very large fireplace, which is lit. There are three people sat there, two women and one man. The two women to the left, the man on the right. They're all wearing formal regalia. Two of them, the, one of them, the man and one of the women look bookish. The, uh, the remaining woman looks far more military, crew cut, very, very stern looking. There is a chair in the middle of the large empty hall. And then there is a small table about 20 feet to the left of it for seats for the remainder of you. And there is seating available at the back, there's no one there. The storm is drumming against the windows at the far end, big stained glass like depiction of a, a ship at sea with noble sailors and all that kind of jazz. And yeah, there is, there's a storm raging and the stern woman looks up. Take a seat and we'll get through this as quickly as possible. Looks Take back down to yep. paperwork. <laughs> now, Zolf Smith, correct? Correct. We understand that you are here due to uh, missing in action, failing to return to duty upon the resumption of your position on the shore. I understand that you've presented a legal defence. Uh, my associate here uh, will be... I'll be acting as counsel. In that case, before we begin the defence, how will you be pleading? We'll be pleading guilty to the charge of becoming AWOL after resuming your safety on the shore. Guilty or innocent? Your plea. Innocent, Your Honour. Very well. Given the fact that following this proceeding, will you be, irrespective of the finding of that charge, assuming you are not incarcerated, will you be intending to purchase your commission, we presume? Yes, Your Honour. Very well. They gesture to Hamid. Proceed. The other woman, who's looking, again, bookishly up, just goes, do try to keep it quickly if you can. We have others to see today. Give him a little shoulder squeeze. <laughs> yeah. Yes. A little pat on the head. Just tap him on the shoulder. Um, yeah. I also have to hold my uh, driftwood dolphin. Sure, sure. Um, and mutter a couple of words. But That's fine. I, uh, I launch into the defence we prepared, and okay. I've spent many hours practising in the mirror Before the you do so, I am factoring in previous checks. Can you give me a diplomacy check to make your case? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, what bonus is That you is get? a plus two competence bonus. Cool. No one else may aid because no one else is allowed to be st- speaking. Yep. I roll a 19. Nice. Plus 10. Plus, plus 2 is 31. 31. If anything, it's even better. Well, it than... wasn't a natural 20, oh, so okay, I think according to the rules, a natural 20 ah. is kind of better than a... Even if your actual score yeah, yeah, is... Okay. It's, yeah, yeah. It's just okay. supposed to get bonuses. It's but meant still, to be... Natural 21 is freaking awesome. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> natural 20s, bells and whistles, this is just being really good. Yeah. Okay. What we'll do is we'll skip all of the argument for the sake of my sanity <laughs> um, and the listeners unfortunately montage, I don't montage. keep it to under, under a minute yeah. montage montage <laughs> it's like soft panning while Harry's <laughs> gesturing oh, yeah. gesturing eyes like the cut to the the audience I'm, I'm, I'm tears. in tears <laughs> I'm in tears they're in tears first he's holding up Bruto he's wearing a little wig the he's in tears of, yeah Bruto's in tears there's a certain amount of like <laughs> weird prop comedy going on because it's an animate Beale style um, can we cut to can you give me can you RP a closing statement for me of any kind that you no wish. pressure if, <laughs> if this man has not served his country 
Then who can say they have? Thank you! <laughs> Bertie uh, pats Hamid on the shoulder. Well done, and just pass him a small pastry. For <laughs> so the. Um... Just want to go. Yeah. <laughs> and takes up a round of applause. <laughs> starts applauding and stands up and starts to a standing ovation. I'm for not his own lawyer. For his own, yeah. I'm going to allow a standing ovation for the four people in the massive empty hall. <laughs> so can we can we just see how that's going to sound? <laughs> no one else joins in. Or do they? Surely it's one. You know what we'll say? One of the women, the women that said they should hurry up, also stands, starts clapping, sits down and realises that was wildly inappropriate. Uh, they all say, if you'll give the stern woman again, if you'll give us a moment we will confer, they, they literally just heads in. Very well, and given the nature of your defence, which, whilst eloquent, we believe to be slightly overwrought, nonetheless, <laughs> we do indeed find that you are innocent of any um, illegal activity. We would have appreciated you to approach yourself. Nonetheless, the case remains that you do still need to buy your commission, as you are still under meritocratic law. Right. However, given, again, via your defence, your recent activities for the public good, again, in, in service of the meritocratic aims, we would like to reduce your commission to the cost of 3,000 gold payable within 12 months. Is this acceptable to yourselves? Uh, uh, yes, yes it is. Thank you. Can't you negotiate it down a bit, Hamid? That's, that's <laughs> a lot of money. We'll find a way, Sasha. It'll be okay. Very well. Are you able to give us a permanent residence that we can send communications to? I will give them Hamid's address. In London? Yeah, like his flat. Very well. Again, paperwork, paperwork, paperwork. In that case, you are free to go. We apologise for any inconvenience, but we do remind you that should payment not be received to ourselves within the 12-month period, you will be subject to incarceration and deportation. How do I make that payment? Uh, you may either contact any naval academy that you are nearby, you could pay yourselves, or you are able to wire the money via a bank transfer. Okay. Of course. Thank you. Next! They just gesture you to Shuffle the opposite out. double doors. Yep. And you see a very, 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 very nervous-looking new recruit being walked in as you walk out. Good luck. <laughs> um, well, let's let's go back to the hotel. I think we've had enough tonight. And we'll, or, or do you want to go to the, we'll the cult now? F first things first is I'm going to put on my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> You're still wearing jail gear. Yeah, okay. so I'm going to. Of course, yes. I'll go into a side room. Uh, can I wear my normal clothes? Mm -hmm. Sasha, have you got my trident? I get my bag of holding, which is tucked around the back of my leather jacket. One second, and I literally, I, I sort of step behind a pillar, sure. pull it out quickly, and then come round back from the behind, so they couldn't Ma see. Give him the try, and say, magic. <laughs> I say that's very good. I, do you know what card I'm thinking of? Is it the Ace of Spades? Yes. <laughs> You're very good. Magic. <laughs> also, did you two? Is this a thing? Have I missed a thing? We, I, I'd sort of look at him and I'm like, yeah. Right, anyway, I'm going to go pay off two and a half grand of that, because uh, that's the money I've got, just to make sure I can like, give you another 500. No, this is my fault. But you can pay me back. It's better to have the debt 
to the Done. to the navy right. just cleared, okay. and you can own me. Okay. Uh, Thank you. And uh, may I make a recommendation, Mister Smith? As a man of the aristocracy who has not been unburdened by debt over the years, might I suggest <laughs> that it is reasonable to keep a certain amount of cash in hand? You do, after all, have twelve months, and it must be said that the reach of the law is not infinite. I can I can lend you some cash, Dolph. I got I got. We'll, we'll still have enough to see for our daily uh, needs. Uh, oh, oh, well, um, A, uh, Bertie, we're in a naval academy, so let's, none of that. Uh, <laughs> and uh, th- th- thanks to the both of you, like, the, yeah, this... How, this... how, how much do you need, sorry? 500. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you 500. Okay, okay, I owe you, big time. Thank so, you. we will skip ahead past the paperwork yeah, after you paper. signing off. Montage! Oh, <laughs> scribble, scribble, scribble. Financial right, montage. Right, right. Right. Just numbers, numbers, numbers. Furiously muttering. Like, That's effectively an interest-free loan for 12 months. Zero <laughs> <laughs> percent APR. <laughs> what a cretin. Let's <laughs> <laughs> put down the glue bag, for goodness sake. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Well, we'll but skip ahead. You, like, in character, Bertie's oh, opinion totally. of Zolf has gone down at least two quite <laughs> substantial notches. Oh, yeah. this. Funnily enough, filling in paperwork and legal battles don't make for great roleplay listening, yeah, so we might right. just skip ahead. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Half of my podcast are subscriptions to legal roleplay. <laughs> so, as you're leaving the Naval Academy, again, Gerald manages to call a Sasha and Pass her another right, thing of food. Cheers. I'm so glad everything worked out. I've, I've bought a small bottle of spirits to give to Gerald. Oh, thank you very much. Thanks for making me so welcome, Gerald. Oh, very Look welcome. at Barnes, unlike a lot of this town. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Do you have a cloak? Do you just throw it? As a <laughs> and yet, I really want one of those like, cloaks of the bat. I love the way that you've clearly been keeping a supply of sick burns in your bag of holding as well. Worn out forever. Pretty good. Barnes takes the slap, as it were. Well, that's fair enough. I advise you, if you're heading to the continent, that you may want to move faster rather than slower. You'll see in the nature. The problem we have here in Dover. I wish you nothing. It's not but like we look. can uh, take ship while while the storm's still going. Now is it? Or we'll take the train. Oh yes. <laughs> is the train not flooded or anything? I'd hurry. Right. right. I think we need to do a flying visit to the um, the cult before I get flayed alive. Well, there won't be another train leaving tonight. We'll have to leave on the morning train. Cool. Also, I wasn't joking about flayed alive. That's the thing that happens. So. Oh. Yeah. Safe travels. Thank you. Closes the door. We just call it exfoliation where I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the plan? It is getting on to about 7pm by this point. Uh, Celebrating re-meal. Celebrating re-meal. Lobsters, lobsters, lobsters. Uh, I, I know a place. I've met a guy called the, the, the Soggy Figurehead. Like, usually, it's not on the main street, but it's around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> they I, serve I, all the sort of specialty dishes that they don't do to the normal, like, landlubbers. I'm, I'm certainly intrigued, but I, I don't know if Zolf needs to go and see uh, the, we should, we the navigator now. Definitely take you up on the meal. I'm impressed that you... That's Knowledge local! Massive, yeah. massive uh, knowledge local! Freaking <laughs> nine knowledge local. Yeah, for someone who's never left London, you, you've taken to the yeah, like fish well, water. Yeah, I just start meeting people like <laughs> Gerald and the... And the um, Jailer and just everyone's, everyone's my buddy. But no, I think we should we should we should get there. Uh, we'll be just in time for the end of the evening ritual, um, so it should be a good time to. Oh, so we'll get to see some rituals. 
Possibly. It's like sightseeing. I've heard about this. So heading <laughs> heading to the cult's shrine headquarter temple temple thing. That was the word. Heading to the cult's temple. Pray house. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, just to clarify on this, um, uh, uh, Brutal is in his papoose, and as we're going to see the cult of Poseidon, he's wearing his little sailor outfit, <laughs> not his judge's costume. Are you sure you don't want to have some kind of tailored cult of Poseidon costume for him? I mean, that would be the least appropriate, I'm sure. I would be incredibly offensive. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I, that, that wouldn't... Mm. Or do Brutal cosplay as Zolf? <laughs> Currently, he only has two outfits. He does have outfit. You, you have to declare ahead of time if you want others. You're right. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, you, we're not. You're right. We've got to take this seriously. We can't just <laughs> retcon new outfits for this pug Rottweiler hybrid. This, this is a joke. Otherwise, otherwise we end up with papooses all over the place. Am I right? Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's a breed that I like to call the Progweiler. Yeah. So, we'll say that you head onwards towards the cliffs. You will know. Well, it was mentioned previously, but the entrance is at the head of the cliffs. There are alternate entrances via sea, but for obvious reasons, you're probably not going to be going for that no. one. So you head along and are heading up the cliffs, basically, through a, a long, slow climb. It's This rock is so cool, it's like they forgot to colour it in. <laughs> uh, it's chalk. Oh, right, yeah, I didn't know that they dug it out of the ground. Right. Okay. Like, it's pencils also dug out of To room. have this conversation, it's pens? so loud and blustery. <laughs> and what about pens? What? <laughs> pen. um, Nearest pen mine is miles away. <laughs> what about paints? <laughs> Do they dig that out of lakes? Uh, technically, some colours. Oh, right. Cool. As you're heading along, you are heading closer and closer, and what was once just something in the distance that you maybe got a glimpse of is thrown into sharp relief with bolts of lightning and so on. So the cliffs are obviously huge for anyone who doesn't know, by the way. We have listeners who are abroad, I've never mentioned it. The, cli- the uh, cliffs are over really big. They made a song about and, it. Yeah. And white. And carved into faces in yeah, this world. Yeah, so in this world there yeah. is a huge, huge, almost like a carved mural into the side of one of the cliffs of Dover. Massive sprawling thing. It shows Poseidon in all of his glory, wielding a trident above tempestuous seas, with him rescuing with his bare hands some sailors from the ocean. Wait, wait, Poseidon has bare hands? That's not appropriate for a sea god. It's like, uh, it's basically if you cross the Colossus of Rhodes with Mount Rushmore. Yes, exactly. And it is, I cannot stress this enough, massive, incredibly detailed. It was, there's no possible way it was made not magically. Obviously, they yeah. had to use magic to do it. In fact, it's probably got magic keeping it like oh. uneroded and keeping it up. Yeah, chalk's not the best building material. Funnily <laughs> enough. Do we, does, the, does the path sort of slightly follow the sculpture, so you end up like walking up his arm and then into his mouth or something like that? Yes. Let's say it does, because that's way cooler. Right. Ooh, a molehill. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, I, I kind definitely of don't ask if Poseidon is compensating for something. <laughs> I restrain myself from asking that question. As you're happen. heading up the path, behind the main fresco sort of thing, you see there are loads of depicted scenes, again, carved even deeper. So from a distance, you'll see this huge thing. And that huge thing, it's like those images where it's one image made of loads of Im- little images. Right. And then yeah. as you're walking along, you're walking past shrine after shrine after shrine after shrine, each of which is um, depicting you know, Poseidon in his various roles as a... a fresco. A, yeah. So, um, sort of gaining confidence as we get to the top, stride right up to the great double doors built into Poseidon's mouth, and slam my trident on the uh, on the gates. The tides part for the faithful. Which point? 
whilst it's chalk, again, it seems unnaturally robust. And as it parts, you see it's about two foot thick. Sw- slowly swing <laughs> over. His mouth going over. Oh! <laughs> like James Ross's face. <laughs> <laughs> and you step into the gaping maw of ah. Poseidon, but yeah. Oh, uh, as it's opening, I'll just. Like that tea towel that you have, that image with your it's, um, mouth, but just, are available. but just with Poseidon. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 his, uh, it's his cast profile picture on the site, ah, so yeah. everyone can go check out your you massive mouth. Yeah, your visual aids. You want to know what Poseidon looks like? James Ross's face on the website. Just yeah, uh, if uh, if anybody uh, listening would like a tea towel of uh, the cult of Poseidon, <laughs> <laughs> just quick rebranding. Yeah, you can just paint over it with a bit of fabric paint. So uh, uh, put um, a fish on it. <laughs> as the uh, as the doors open, I turn around to these guys with a grin on my face, like, "How cool was that?" <laughs> <laughs> and walk in. So stepping in, it is uh, very dimly lit with flaming torches, and there are two guards again with tridents. Um, one of which is a dwarf, one of which is a halfling, actually. Oh. Uh, just because I haven't seen one yet for the Poseidon group. Either side of the main door, and they effectively cross the tridents till they see yourselves and gesture for you to head in. As you head down, it is effectively a tunnel. It's large enough for you to walk all abreast of one another, but the natural acoustics of the cave are such that you can hear, as if close but quiet, the sound of the waves crashing against the base of the cliffs and there is definite sounds of in, like chanting and incantations and stuff like that as you head further down, deeper and deeper into the cliff, till eventually you reach another pair of doors, which appear to be... Actually, give me an appraise check, Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 11 plus 8 is 19. 19. Incredibly expensive and strong. It looks like mithril inlaid with gems, pearls, things like that. Uh, again, it's, it's the same size as the outer doors, the sort of tunnel widens, and you see this huge, what would effectively be almost impenetrable, gate, which you can see through. So, so it is a filigreed gate. So well. just out of like idle curiosity, is there like a curse on all this stuff if it was to be like, you know, taken to other places? I wondered, like in case of magical powers and stuff, just an intrigued really about how Sasha. spells get... Sasha, this is... Like, still my religion, so let's just respect, interested, you know. Zolf. I'm just interested. Poseidon will mess you up. Oh, At right. which point, the doors, the gates swing open, and the sound of the sea grows slightly louder. Mm-hmm. And we'll say that you step forward into the darkness, and we'll close the episode there. Ooh. Ooh. It's just, a, it's just a man with a wave maker. Bit of variety in this one, going from from single female lawyer to James Ross's face. Yeah, but you know, we're nothing if not those there. two things are polar opposites. Gargantuan <laughs> chalk and James Ross. Yeah, but with like a little trident-like crown. It's <laughs> not this. Yeah, so this is all sounds good. Um, uh... It's a massive white beard. Oh, I do need a shave. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I think we'll close it there. So thanks for listening. We hope you tune in next week. Bye all. See you later. Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit RustyQuill.com.
rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook, tweet us on Twitter at the Rusty Quill, or email us at mail at rustyquill.com. Thanks for listening. You, you really know, don't the, think he's going to go that no, way? No. I've taken your act. I've actually genuinely lost it. I don't know. Yeah, there we go. Okay, fine. Um, yeah, I mean... Uh, Half of my podcast are subscriptions to legal roleplay. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll skip ahead I'm, to... I'm just saying you didn't let me do the full courtroom speech. I mean, that was the final line, but it, it, it was better. In the I mean, we we actually was... really liked hearing it. It's such a shame that Alex <laughs> said that we for had, time reasons, we had to cut 45 minutes. I'll tell you what we can do, Bryn, is after this recording session, we can do a metacast, which is just an hour of your legal argument. Oh, uh, that you, you are on. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. It's like sightseeing. I've heard about this. You do they do popcorn? Yeah. <laughs> What's popcorn? No, I wouldn't know what popcorn is. <laughs> but maybe I'd like to say it just to well, mess with Bertie. <laughs> What's <think> corn? <laughs> what is the word pop? <laughs> I think Who you get... are you? <laughs> I think popcorn is French for the Rochelle. <laughs> I think I think you can get calamari. There is a huge, huge. Can they like... spend a lot of their magical goodwill on good lighting. <laughs> yeah. There's there's priests dedicated to it. They're just up lighting all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the tech department. Yeah, this is a part of the cult of Poseidon where they all just wear tight black t-shirts and are really unhelpful to absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> So Pull the gaffer tape out of their beards. <laughs> WD forty, cut to WD forty. <laughs> we love you, techies. Please, <laughs> please, please keep doing what you're doing, and don't. don't Sorry, Martin. You don't appreciate what we do. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming, and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Programme. The Programme audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The Programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. 
Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for the Programme Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode.